Hey there, Mike Stelzner coming to you with a fascinating update you might not be familiar with. Did you know that Social Media Examiner can deliver all the marketing, training, news, and trends, insights that you need into your inbox three days a week when you sign up for our newsletter and it's completely free? Simply visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates and take your marketing to the next level. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and for business owners who want to know what works with social media. And I got to share something funny. If you could only see what I do, once I hit that uh, intro sound, I am clearing my throat, I'm making weird sounds, I'm taking a sip of my drink, just anything so that I do not mess up that introduction. And it's quite hilarious. So if I was videotaped, uh, you'd be cracking up right now. I am super excited about this show. Today, we're going to explore Twitter chats. We're going to talk about what they are, how to do them well, and a lot more with Twitter chat expert, Pam Moore. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. Let's transition over to that expert interview right now. To help simplify your social safari, here's this week's special guest. I'm very excited to be joined today by Pam Moore. If you don't know who Pam is, she's the founder of Marketing Nuts, that's N-U-T-Z, and it's an agency specializing in social media marketing. And one of Pam's areas of expertise is Twitter. And we're going to talk about how to do Twitter chats today. Pam, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Very happy to be here. So, Pam, since I'm not totally familiar with Twitter chats, I mean, I've been part of them in the past. I'm guessing some of the people that are listening are also not familiar with what a Twitter chat either is. So let's just start. And I know sometimes they're referred to as tweet chats. So let's start at a very high level by describing to everyone what a tweet chat is for those who maybe have not experienced one before. Sure. Yeah. A tweet chat is basically a way to get people, uh, tweeps, many people will call them, or peeps, get people together at a predetermined time and talk about a subject. And basically, the, the purpose of them is to organize conversation and really just connect human beings, right? And it, it's a great way particularly for people who are new to social media and new to Twitter specifically to learn about, to learn how to use Twitter. And through the process, we see a lot of people that will join a tweet chat just because they want to get their feet wet with social media or they're wanting to learn about a specific topic. And what ends up happening is they end up just connecting, you know, deeply with community and are able to just really, you know, empower their life and their business, you know, I think faster than they they ever thought possible. Well, I know you do this for a lot of your clients. Can you kind of share an example of one that you've done recently, just so people can kind of understand a little bit about maybe what goes into it? Yeah. So what goes into planning a a tweet chat? And there's several different ways that you can organize them. You know, you can keep them as informal or formal as you like. And I really recommend having a combination because it, it really is about 
creating community. And so for our format, uh, we, and with our clients, we try to, to have some that are both formal where we may be talking about a specific topic. We may be focused around a specific event that's coming up. Uh, we do them live from, from events as well uh, to talk about product announcements or to just get people together and talk about the content of the event or the show. And then we will do also some that are series. So they may be a series of conversations uh, that really can help brands uh, position themselves, you know, looking at their overarching brand message and what are they trying to communicate to the market and how are they trying to build community. And we help them put together a strategy over a series of months usually usually IBM is one of our clients you know so I think it's a good example to talk about them yeah let's talk about that what did you what have you done for them lately this just kind of just so people can understand how to and maybe what were the results yeah so we've done you know kind of all the formats I just mentioned we've done all of the above with them they had a recent event that was actually last week the IBM connect event that was here in Orlando and so leading up to that event what we did is we got together they had a host of different influencers and speakers that were speaking at the event and and what we did was get several of them together on the tweet chat on the regular Tuesday night to really the objective was to generate awareness and excitement, you know, for the event coming and, and also drive registration. And so we got the speakers onto the chat. We had over 40 million impressions over the course of a few days. And, and there were over, I think it was 23, almost 2,500 tweets uh, that we were measured. And that wasn't even all of them, right? And, and, and so, and then we had over 500, almost 600 participants, people who participated in the conversation. And then we, with that, put together, usually on the front end and the back end of a, a the actual Twitter chat, you know, we'll do a pre-announcement saying this conversation is coming, make sure you join, we will notify our email lists, you know, IBM did the same, there was some promotion on their end, and then we will do the actual chat, and then we will, uh, you know, summarize it through some tools that are out there. And we can talk about that in a little bit, but make sure we're tracking, you know, what those statistics are, make sure we're creating a transcript of that conversation. And then it's almost just as much important. It's just as important what you do after the event, because then you really have an archive. You have a social asset, which is a conversation. And you can turn that into blog posts. You know, we create what we call the Storify. There's a tool called Storify that you can you can grab all the tweets, the highlighted, the highlight tweets and um, embed that right into a WordPress blog, right, and, and create a uh, blog post out of it. Okay. So, so, yeah. So let me just stop you there just mm-hmm. because I know there's a lot and a lot of people are like, whoa, yeah. okay. So, so <laughs> let, let's step back for a second. Yeah. So, um, summarize if you will, kind of for the person who's like, okay, um, I'm not sure that I want just a bunch of, you know, 140 character conversations going on I'm, or I'm, I'm struggling with convincing my boss right. or convincing myself that our business ought to be doing tweet chats. So let's just step back for a second and just summarize kind of what are the marketing advantages to, to having a tweet chat? Yeah. And so the marketing advantages are that you are, and are we, are you talking specifically in hosting your own or also? Yeah, let's, well, okay. either one. I mean, you know, what's, okay. the, what's the benefit to, well, let's mostly talk about it from hosting your own. Okay, so let's assume we're we're hosting our the benefit to hosting your own and and starting to really build community around a Twitter chat is that you have uh, 
captured the mind share of that uh, that audience um, for a specific time period. Okay, so if you are successful and you start, you you are holding those regular meetings and at a regular interval. You know, weekly is good, biweekly. If you even I know some brands that do them once a month. You have their basically undivided attention. Of course, they're going to be distracted if they're doing another some other things, but you get their attention for the course of an hour, right? And so you have an opportunity to communicate and support your marketing objectives. And as long as you are focused on the needs of your audience as your core goal, which is what we should be doing all the time, no matter what type of marketing, right, and communications we're doing, if you're serving that audience with great uh, content and bringing good people to that community, they are going to honestly just become addicted to you. You know, they're going to then be dependent on you. We have people that are looking forward to our chats every week. They say it's a highlight of their week. And we have just seen, you know, so many people and our clients included um, grow their businesses. We've seen them make connections and partnerships. And really what it does is put you at a leadership role for that. You know, you become a leader of this community that is very dynamic and that is can easily go viral, you know, because during a tweet chat, it's, it's all, everybody's in there tweeting and it's public, right? Everybody is becoming part of that conversation and can see that conversation happening real time. Yeah. It kind of reminds me um, back in the first couple of years of social media examiner, we used to have these things we called Facebook Friday, which mm-hmm. is a very similar concept. And what we would do is we would invite a, an expert to our Facebook wall for an hour and we would promote it and then they would answer questions. Um, the challenge with Facebook is um, what ended up happening was these uh, these experts would be answering so many questions that Facebook would end up banning them <laughs> mm-hmm. from Facebook and it turned out to be real problematic. What I like about Twitter is I would imagine you can just organize around a hashtag and then people can can really you know have lots of conversations going on at once. And I would imagine it could quickly get a little overwhelming for the experts. So let's step back for a second. Give us a couple tips like, if someone listening right now is like, all right, I want to try this, what are some tips that you would give them as far as preparing for the tweet chat? Yeah. And so the goal, it's both art and science, right? Because you want it to feel, to, for the participants, You, the last thing you want is it to feel canned, right? You do not want it to feel like you're planning every single thing that you're saying. However, at the same time, it's your responsibility as the leader of the Twitter chat to provide some framework. And so what we do is balance, you know, structure with being flexible and agile. And so in a structured style tweet chat, we would have a list of questions. And usually what I will do, and I, I am still somewhat dynamic, you know, I will go, I will create a list of questions and we'll have a specific topic for the evening that we're going to talk about. And so let's say it was a night and we're talking about how to do a tweet chat. (laughs) You know, we've done some like that. I would come up with a list of questions that I would have prepared ahead of time. And it doesn't need to be any more than between probably six to 10 questions. And then if it's an informal type of structure where I'm just meeting with the, because uh, I'm the leader of, of the Get Real Chat. And so if I'm just meeting with them on a weekly basis and, and trying to educate and help them, I will just ask those questions. And then I will leave that open to everybody in the community to answer those questions. And what mm-hmm. happens is then you're able to, you know, also share your expertise, you know, as a leader of a tweet chat, it's 
absolutely appropriate. You can share your content that's helpful to that conversation. You can share links to your blog posts. You can share specific call to actions. You know, we've been able to really grow our our email opt-in list and subscribers because of it. And at the same time, let's say we have a guest coming on to the chat and, and they're a subject matter expert. We then would select those list of questions and let's say I had Michael, you know, let's say I had you coming on as a guest to my chat. We would figure out a, a set of questions that we want to ask you. Gotcha. And, and right. And we would, we would plan that ahead of time. But yet I would encourage you not to make those canned, right? I would encourage you to be dynamic. And if a lot of times, you know, we'll find, uh, we'll, we'll go down a list of questions and you get to number three. And man, that community is not wanting to go on to number four, right? They're liking <laughs> whatever it is you're talking about. And they're asking follow-on questions, right? Probably. Yeah. Or they may go off on a different tangent. I mean, the one we just recently did with IBM a few weeks ago, that happened. And we were talking about social business and really a lot of HR integration of social into you know the enterprise. And everybody got really excited when we started talking about influence scores, right? And we thought, a lot of us thought, we thought that was a dead conversation, <laughs> you know? You're talking like cloud scores and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. And so what happened through that all kinds of excitement. And so then the IBM event was coming up real time in a few weeks. We wound up actually putting together a social buzz chat with some of the top industry influencers. And we had then had a debate on is clout relevant to business. Interesting. And, and so we would have never known that that was even an interesting topic to have at the event, you know, so real time, had we not actually just communicated through the tweet chat. Right. And so then we were able to have now, now we had an hour long social buzz chat that was an informal debate. They videotaped it. And now they're going to have, you know, this social asset they're going to be able to use for the next year or two years that all stem from a conversation on one hour tweet chat. Okay. Let's flip the tables a little bit here Mm -hmm. for those people that are asked to participate in the tweet chat. What tips do you have for them? Because obviously there's only 140 characters, right? So you can't go right. into a lot of depth. Give us a little bit of your thoughts on this. Okay. And you're talking about somebody coming to participate as a participant, right? They're joining it. To- or let's just say that I was asked to be on a tweet chat. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. let's say that I'm talking about the the thought leader that's invited to be partic- okay. participating participating in a tweet chat. What advice would you give to them given, given that they don't have a lot of room to, to communicate? Yeah, I would say to make sure that you are absolutely in lockstep with who's ever leading that chat, right? Do not let them throw you into it at the last minute, you know, and and get on the phone with them ahead of time, at least even for 10 minutes so you can have that, you know, voice-to-voice connection. Right. And then I really encourage also, particularly if it's your first time, you know, we do this with IBM all the time where we are actually on the phone during the chat. And so we will get on about 15 minutes prior and then we will do a live conference call with everybody who's participating. Now, our community doesn't really know we do that, right? Sure. But you we, could use Skype too, right? And just do texting yeah. over Skype or whatever, right? Yeah. And then it helps because then if there are questions that you're seeing coming in, because if the, if the conversation tends to go a little 
little bit viral, there can be a lot of tweets really fast. Right. And so you want to make sure you have the right resources on there that's doing the social listening. And then if the questions are coming in, everybody's agreeing, okay, Mike, you take that question. Pam, I'll take this question. Ah, right. Gotcha. And, and so, and then, you know, we have specific people on the team that will respond, you know, so if we're, if you and I are leading a chat together, we, even though to the community, it may not look like we're that structured because that's kind of the whole goal. We behind the scenes are very, very structured in what we're doing. And, uh, but we want it to feel very dynamic and agile and, uh, just real time to everybody that's on that on that conversation. Okay, now I'm sure another question a lot of people are wondering right now is, well, what if I don't have an step? What if I'm going to try tweet chats for the first time, and I'm not sure how to get people to participate in it live? Mm-hmm. What What do you recommend? How, how How should they go about figuring out how to get people to participate in the tweet chat? Considering it takes place at a particular time, but it's you know it's not like a webinar. So, what are some suggestions you might want to? Yeah. So first I would say just leverage your existing community. You know, so if you have an email list, use that. If you don't have one, you need to start, start building that list. Right. Uh, When do you email them though? Let's talk about that. Like do you email them like five minutes before you go live or what do you, what do you recommend? I would blend it into the conversation. You know, I'm all about integrated marketing. And so I would, I would be doing some market tipping to let them know that it's coming. Um, I would plan out your content. So you, the most important thing is that your content is, is good. And then I would reach out to some key influencers within your community, even if it's just a couple people that you know, and get them to partner with you. You know, when I originally started uh, Get Real Chat, I started it with uh, Steve Alinsky, who I had met on LinkedIn. And the whole way, the reason that we started it is everybody was talking about authenticity and transparency in social media, and nobody knew how to, you know, really create their personal brand. That's how we started. And it was for the need to solve a problem. That's why we originally called it Get Real Chat, as we said, we're going to get real on these topics that most people don't want to talk about. And then, we literally just threw it out there. I, I tweeted, I, I don't, I mean, it's three years ago, so I didn't have the amount of followers on Twitter that I do now. And you just have to commit to it. You got to put a stake in the ground and say, I'm at least going to do this for a few months. And, uh, and then just invite people. And you will be amazed if the content is good, how many people will start to come. I mean, you know, and I've seen, there have been a lot of different tweet chats that have been birthed out of uh, the Get Real Chat. And people that, three years ago came in and they literally could hardly do a tweet or a retweet. And they are now leading their own communities. Some of them are working for us, you know, working on accounts like IBM. And so to me, that's what this is all about. You know, so Pam, can- what I hear you saying is um, leverage the channels that you already have an audience in, right? So yes. email, if you've got a lot of Facebook followers, say, hey, join us in five minutes Absolutely. over here on Twitter for this tweet chat or Google Plus or whatever, LinkedIn groups, all that stuff. Um, and once you start the chat, how do you kind of keep it going? I would imagine, you know, how long do they last for? Let's talk about that a little bit. And how do you know when it's petering off and what can you do to kind of stimulate it? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so they usually go an hour. Now, if you find when you're first starting yours that that 
you know, you're having a hard time getting people to stay engaged for an hour, then go ahead and cut it down to 30 minutes to start. Uh, most of them though, go for an hour. So I would, I would, and I would not give up, you know, and when you're first starting, you may have a couple nights that there's not that many people, but all you really need are a few people that are going to show up every week. And it, it is honestly going to just organically grow over time. And so I, I think the most important thing is that you just commit to it and you are committed to having it, making sure that it succeeds. And even, even if that's for a short time period. I know a lot of people listening are like me and they probably want to observe before they participate. So mm-hmm. um, where can people find, like, is there like a listing of different tweet chats, like a directory or, I mean, do you have a couple that you might recommend? Let's list how they can find yours sure. and maybe a few others just so they can kind of look and see how it works maybe before they do it themselves. Sure. Yeah. And there is, ours is uh, called Get Real Chat and you can actually go to getrealchat.com and uh, we actually wound up launching a a blog site so we could keep all the transcripts and everything there. Uh, That's where you can learn about ours. And then there's other, you know, Jessica Northy has country music, which is CM Chat. And that's on Monday evenings at 9 p.m. So if you like country music, that's kind of a fun way to, you know, start a tweet chat, not related really to business. Do you just follow the hashtag? Is that the idea? Is that how you you just follow the hashtag? And uh, when you join, go to tweetchat.com is the, the platform I recommend because it will automatically filter all of your tweets to that specific hashtag once you enter it. I love that. And it will also add it. It will also add the hashtag at the end of all of your tweets so you do not have to worry about adding that hashtag. Yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit more about tools in a minute, but I am a huge proponent of Mm -hmm. tweetchat.com. We use it for social media success summits, which are online events, and it just allows the entire community to essentially have a conversation um, You know, uh, kind of in a place without all the other noise. The challenge is like when you start if you ever get to the point where you start trending on Twitter, which has happened to us before, mm-hmm. the spammers come in in mass, and that's that's a good problem to have. <laughs> yes. It's a bad. It sucks when they come, but it's good that you start trending on Twitter, and then all of a right. sudden it turns into a bit of a nightmare. That that does, I think, transition into my next question here, which is, what are some of the rookie mistakes that people made make, or maybe some of the mistakes you made in the early days, and maybe you can help some of our listeners just kind of try to bypass them. Yeah, I think if I were to do it all over. I would probably number one have put more structure around it to begin with. I think, I think I didn't know the opportunity that I was sitting on, right? Because I really was just doing it for the objectives of to serve and to help people, and so I would encourage businesses to from the beginning uh, also be thinking about monetization. And so create it as you, if you see it starting at all to take off, start really thinking about the platform because the problem that I ran into. Uh, once I, we, you know, and that's IBM. I mean, they came to us and said, can we get on your platform? Right. We would like to communicate with your audience with get real chat. We didn't have to go sell it to them. And that's that. Yeah. That's how we originally got connected with, with IBM as a client. And so, um, but what happened over time is then over the last couple of years is get real chat has really grown there was no place to go put those transcripts. And so my blog has a lot of traffic, but I don't always want to put everything about Get Real Chat into my RSS feed on my blog, right? Because a lot of people are subscribed, and you probably know this, Mike, you right. know, as people are subscribed to my blog, they may not, they may or may not want to see everything about Get Real Chat. However, the people that want to know about Get Real Chat, they want to know about Get Real Chat. 
Gotcha. And so think about that early. You know, it's kind of that go big or go home mentality. And usually I do that in everything that I do in life and business. But with the chat, because it was just so organic from the ground up, that's one of those things I I would really go back and put more structure from day one because it probably would have really helped us, you know, uh, exponentially grow faster once we got to that that growth stage. How do you know whether or not you've got a winner with your tweet chat? I mean, get, talk to me about, I mean, I know your metrics are off the charts. And I don't necessarily need to hear those because I don't think it's achievable for, for a beginner. But mm-hmm. for someone who's just getting started, you know, like, um, how many people participating would you say is a, is a decent starting point to, to know that you've got a success on your hand? Are we talking tens, yeah. dozens? I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah. So, I mean, even your first chat, if you can get 10 to 20 people, that's a good start, right? And so if you can get 10, because it's better, it's truly about quality over quantity. Right. It's it's one of those things that it's better to have 100 people that are communicating within your chat over a monthly basis that are interested in your content than it is to have you know, 500 that are just tweeting or retweeting because they want to become famous, you know, and be part of the hashtag. Right. So we've always really tried to focus on the quality and really just ensuring that the people are part of our community, that, you know, we're helping their business and that we keep those, um, we keep those people that care about it really engaged, you know, so we really focus on that core community because we know they're the heartbeat of it, right? They're the heartbeat of that, that Twitter chat every week. And if they don't show up, you know, we're going to lose that, that pulse, that healthy pulse that that has. How many questions typically would you recommend someone plan for a tweet chat? I would say plan over what you think you're going to need. Okay. So when you're first starting, there's nothing worse than if you only plan five questions and you really need 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because as you're first starting, you don't really know your audience. And so you don't know what they're going to like and not like. And you may ask a question and it just doesn't really get picked up. Or you may ask a question and they're just kind of your community has ADD that night and they want to talk about everything. Um, so I would say start with s- seven questions to 10, but uh, make sure you have at least 10. And there are some nights that I've went up to like 13, a couple nights we've went up to 15 questions. And I've actually been shocked when that happens, but it happens. Hmm. And uh, sometimes you can actually put if you're really wanting to get some momentum with the, the conversation and you're seeing people are just really liking it, you can even ask a question. And then while people are still answering, let's say we're on question number three, you can start pushing question number four. And so you can have multiple, you know, a couple questions that are going all at one time. And that, that will sometimes just really tend to turn up the dial on the, the viral nature of it. And what about the, let's talk about the strategic use of retweets. Um, you know, do you want to retweet some of the answers by the audience? Do you want to retweet some of the questions of the audience? You know, you know, I can think strategically that there might be some, you know, giving some love back opportunities here for retweeting. What are your, what's your thoughts and strategies on that? Absolutely. And so I uh, will 
uh, have the tweetchat.com window open, and then I'll also use a Hootsuite at the same time. And make sure you know, as and particularly even after you've been going a couple weeks, you're going to know who are those key players in your in your community, and make sure you give them social love. You know that was a, a good question, and that make sure you are um, noticing when they're asking questions. Make sure you're greeting them as they're coming in. Make sure if they're tweeting anybody's tweeting relevant content that you're sharing that. And, you know, I do this all the time on Twitter anyway. I don't install the little uh, widget on Chrome as an example that tells me what people's clout score is, right? I do not reply to people based on an influence score. I don't care if you have 50 followers or you have 200,000 followers. If I like what you say, I may retweet you, you know, and I think that is Really, really important for people to do, particularly when they're leading a, a Twitter community. You have to throw out those influence scores. And what and about you, just saying like "Welcome back" at Pam Moore or at Mike Stelzner? Yes. You know what I mean? Just kind of like you know, giving them a little love right at the beginning because you know they're there, or just saying who's here, and then just kind of letting everyone know. I mean, absolutely, is that, that's something you ought to do too, huh? Yes, it makes and logical so, sense. Yes, that's what we do. And, you know, we have people in our community that over time, they have honestly just stepped up even into a welcoming role. And it wasn't, they're not paid. They never were asked to do it, but they're kind of leaders now in our community. And anybody that's new, they wind up welcoming them, right? And I do the same thing. And so, and you want to, you know, if you see somebody coming back, you know, for the second or third time, it's like, thanks. It's great to see you back. And just to, people just want to be acknowledged, you know, they want to, they want to be acknowledged that you know that they exist. It's like that uh, cheer song. Everybody wants to go where everybody knows their name, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just everybody don't make me sing name. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I, I know singing. one of the things a lot of people are wondering right now is the tools. So let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You've already talked about tweet chat, yeah. um, you, but you mentioned transcripts and um, talk to me about some of the tools. Like, for example, let's start with transcripts. How do you actually get a transcript of the tweets onto your blog? I mean, that sounds like it could be complicated. Are there tools that make that easy? Yeah. So there's a platform called Storify, and that's S-T-O-R-I-F-Y. And basically, it's a little tricky because if you have a platform, if you have a chat that gets really busy, it can be a little challenging. It just takes some time to pull all those good tweets in. So mm-hmm. what I recommend is that if you can have a resource that's helping you during the chat or at least right after the chat, even if you need to do it yourself. And if you can have a Twitter window open and you favorite those some of those tweets that you know you're going to want to pull into the transcript or the highlights, then it will make it easier once you go into Storify and you can do a search and you can pull up your favorite tweets. Uh. Okay. Do you use embedded and, tweets at all or, is, or, you know, like Twitter has the embedded tweets capability or is it more, is it more just using a tool like Storify makes it a lot easier than just using a bunch of embedded tweets? Yeah, we use, we really use in Storify and that's really mainly just because of time. I, you know, I just right. don't have time to do anything. I'm lucky if I can get the Storify in there. Right. And so Storify has a, once you create the transcript, I mean, it's literally just drag and drop. You, you do a search, you see the tweets on the right side of the screen, and you can just drag and drop them over to the left side, and it shows you exactly what your transcript's going to look like. Then there is a, a nifty little WordPress plugin from Storify that you can just plug into your WordPress blog, and then all you have to have is that Storify URL that you embed within the blog post. Um, you just copy and paste that URL and boom, that transcript is going to show up. 
awesome. Yeah, well, it's it's awesome. <laughs> what else? I mean, what what other tools do you recommend other than Storify and Tweet Chat? Is there anything else in particular that you would recommend? Absolutely. Hash tracking is another one that I love. And hash tracking does quite a few things. And they've actually launched some new features that I haven't even had time to play much with over the last couple of weeks. But bottom line, they will measure uh, the reach of your hashtag and they will measure uh, how many impressions you're getting. They, it will measure uh, how many people participated in the chat. It'll measure... Um, how many tweets and then it measures what other hashtags were communicated. So it's especially cool. once you start to get sponsors for your chat, they will usually have a hashtag or multiple hashtags that they're driving um, awareness for or, you know, creating community. And so that's a big thing that we did with IBM. Initially, we were working with the Smarter Commerce brand. So we had the Pound Smarter Commerce. And we were able to then go back and attribute every time they had a big event exactly what what Get Real Chat was able to do um, related to um, uh, the, the event or whatever was the conversation, how many, you know, impressions we drove and how many mentions of that hashtag there were. So that's really powerful when you're looking to um, measure it before and after you have sponsors and have monetized that platform. And then it also creates a transcript. So, uh, and it create, and so you can actually view the transcript and then you can export all of the above everything I just mentioned. Awesome. And yeah. And it will show you who the top tweeters were, you know, based on reach, based on uh, who was the most popular. So that's a great way to see, hmm. Every week I go in there. Like who was retweeted or whatever, or who was. Yeah. Like, and I'm looking at those things during a chat, right? I'm seeing what is the pulse? How are we doing, right? What are we doing? And a lot of times we will tweet a link to the report even during the even during the tweet chat because it gets people to want to tweet more because they want to show up on those lists. That's awesome. And, um, yeah. So are these websites like .coms or these apps or what are these exactly? Yeah. So hash tracking, you can just go to hashtracking.com okay. and uh, you can you can do it. And they have a small fee. Uh, I think you can do a couple, ha- one hashtag or something for free, but then, you know, you can, you can run, I think we run up to five of them and it's not bad. It's like $79 a month. Gotcha. Um, and then it goes up from there. So awesome. So we talked about uh, tweet. Uh, I mean, uh, Storify hash tracking and uh, tweetchat.com. I would imagine, are those the main ones that you recommend? Those are the I, I always believe in just starting simple, right? right? I don't I don't think a new uh, brand or person starting a tweet chat honestly needs to start with much more than that. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, I'd say keep it simple. Though that's a good place to start. Anything else that marketers ought to know about starting tweet chats or anything else related? Any other thoughts that you want to close us out with? Yeah, I would just say really plan and just know your plan who you want to participate it. You know, have a a, a balance of winging it a little bit, but yet really put that structure around it and plan for success, you know, and, and the best way is just to really focus on content that is compelling and that is relevant that, you know, your target audience and your ideal customer is going to want to have. Right. Awesome. Well, Pam, I, I know I speak for a lot of people that are listening right now. This was really awesome. Um, where can people discover more about you, your company and anything else you want to share? Sure. So you can find our company. Uh, we are at the marketing nuts with a Z.com, the marketing nuts. And then my blog is pammarketingnut.com. You can basically just do a search on Google for Pam Marketing Nut and then pick your uh, social flavor of choice to come communicate with me. 
Awesome. Pam Moore, thank you so much for joining us today to share your expertise on Twitter chats. It was awesome. awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, I hope you got a lot out of that interview with Pam Moore on Twitter chats. I know that I'm relatively new to it, and I hope that you might consider doing it for your business. I think it's a pretty powerful form of marketing that, frankly, is undertapped. I want to tell you how you can get all the show notes and links to all the things we mentioned in today's interview. You can get them by visiting socialmediaexaminer.com slash 82, and you can also leave your comments on that particular uh, show. And, you know, we take all the notes for you, so we make it easy. Also, if you are a regular listener of the podcast uh, and you haven't already done so, I would love it if you would consider giving us a rating and or a review. You can do that on iTunes or Stitcher. And while you're there, if you're not subscribing already, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a future episode. You can visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash iTunes or socialmediaexaminer.com slash Stitcher to find the places where you can leave those reviews. Well, this does bring us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back in the driver's seat with you next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.